0: Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. My name is Liz and I will be your host. I'm so excited for today's episode because I am sharing the marathons that I will be running in 2022. I have officially signed up and I'm so excited to share about them and the charity that I have chosen to run with. So just sit back and relax and we will just jump right into the episode. All right, welcome back to the podcast. Um, I hope you really enjoyed last week's episode. It was quite a special one and one that I had been trying to do for quite a while with Steph. She is a good friend of mine and she does some really cool stuff over on her platform, but it was just a really good conversation and I love conversations like that, that you just kind of go back and forth and you're totally on the same wavelength about. But anywho, in terms of updates, I wanted to start something new. I listened to a podcast called But What's Next by Michelle Reed and she always starts her podcast off and shares a high and a low for the week. So I thought that that would be a really cool way to kind of kick off. And so I'll have to say that a high was definitely finishing this data analytics course that I've been doing. It's for work, but I've never done a course on top of like a full-time job. So that was a whole new experience for me. And for the first half of that, I was actually juggling the last bits of marathon training for the London Marathon so you can only imagine how hectic my life was and Yeah, it felt really good to finish that and complete that. And I'm really excited to now take that and use those skills to excel in my career. And I'd have to say my low for the week definitely has to be just coming back from holiday and that feeling of like coming back to work and just not being on holiday anymore, I guess. I went with my partner to Wales and we also did a day trip in Liverpool. I definitely debated doing an episode on this, but I didn't really Think that it really would resonate with a lot of my audience, but it was a really cool and fun way to kind of unplug and celebrate finishing this course. And we got to go and hike in Wales. I obviously went for a long run and multiple runs as I typically do, but it was just so nice to kind of get out of the city and be just on in the countryside and it was so nice. And I've been to Wales once before, so it was really nice to go back. And Liverpool was quite cool as well and definitely a place that I would like to go again and spend a bit more time in. But yeah, I think this week has just been a bit a little bit depressing, I'm not gonna lie. And I think that daylight savings doesn't help and it's just getting a lot colder here in London and it's quite dark in the evenings, quite early in the evenings now, and I'm trying to find ways to battle seasonal depression because that is something that I deal with and something that I nearly came out with an episode on last year, but by the time I wanted to release an episode, I think we were in January or February of this year. So I think part of me just thought that it was too late to release an episode on that, but definitely something that I'm thinking about this year round. And so you might just see an episode on that in the future. But now let's just jump right into the episode. I am absolutely over the moon. I don't know what it is about running and like signing up for a marathon. It just makes me so excited and is the most exciting thing to me. And it almost feels like it's given me now purpose for the next year. And I think after running the London Marathon, which was such a high, I think for the past month or so, I've just been in this like lull of you know, not really knowing what I want to do next year marathon wise and not having like a big race in place. I do have a half marathon in less than a month, which I am really excited for and that I've been training for. But I think after having run two marathons now, I'm just on the marathon high of just like wanting to run more. And I think i you know, after discovering the Abbott World Marathon majors, I'm also just like so keen to tick more off that list. I don't think I've shared on here yet, but that's something that I discovered when I signed up for London, and that is something that I definitely want to complete in my lifetime. And so, so far I've got London ticked off, but the other ones that you have to complete are Berlin, Tokyo, Chicago, New York, and Boston. And I'm so excited to share that in 2022, I have signed Up for not one but two marathons, which is a new completely new for me. I've only ever done like one marathon a year, and my whole year would like center around that. And I think initially, you know, marathon training is a lot and it takes a lot out of you. But I think after you do it a couple of times, you get the swing of things. And I'm just really excited because Both of these marathons are gonna be so meaningful to me and especially the second one. And so I'm very excited to share that I am signed up and going to be running the Paris Marathon 2022 in April and then the Berlin Marathon 2022 in September. Now the charity that I've chosen has a very special place to my heart close to my heart and it is Alzheimer's Society and I'll have a link in the show notes I have started my fundraising page and I'm very excited to get back into fundraising I think running with a charity for the first time this past year with Boston Children's just gave me so much. It felt like it gave me so much more purpose in my runs. And it felt like I was doing something more than just running for myself. And I think that for some people, they truly just, you know, get the high off of running and getting a personal best. And don't get me wrong, it is like an unreal feeling to get a personal best and like keep getting PRs and stuff but I think that when you're looking beyond that and you look at ways that you can be you know helping others and running for others I think that that just like gives me so much peace of mind and just like fills my heart. And I think it meant so much to be connected to a patient and have that experience at Boston Children's and it was just so cool to meet everyone at a pub a few nights before the race and just, you know, everyone was so lovely and I'll never forget that experience. But I've chosen Alzheimer's Society because my grandpa Jack died in 2018 in November of vascular dementia. And he is someone that is very near and dear to me that I miss very much and I he was also the first family member that I lost and that I experienced loss from and I know I've done episodes around navigating loss, navigating grief and I think that loss was particularly confusing for me because I don't. I just think I didn't know how to feel and I think I was quite confused and I was also just in such a new realm of life. I was starting a master's degree in London. I was living in London for the first time and it was just a lot and I don't think I ever really got to process that grief truly. And then when my other grandpa passed away, um, my yeah on my mom's side, That was really, really hard, and I think now kind of having that come back this past November and slash end of October, it's interesting because my Yaya passed away, he passed away on October 30th, and then my Grandpa Jack's death actually falls exactly a week later, even though he passed away earlier, but the dates are just a week apart, and I think Now kind of having gone through that week this past year, it really just put a lot of things into perspective for me in terms of just thinking of family thinking of how much I missed both of them constantly and I think my grandpa Jack is someone that I definitely did spend um, a lot of time with growing up and there's a photo of my dad and my grandpa and I with a soccer ball when I was one years old and so I think I've shared on here that I've always played sports from a very young age growing up and sports was always a part of my life until I hit my eating disorder in my teens And I just kind of stopped playing sports after that because A, I was not allowed to play any sports or do any physical activity because of my doctor and B, I just kind of when I tried to get back into sports, I just couldn't find my footing again and I was very uncoordinated and I talk a lot more about this in some of my episodes around my eating disorder recovery. So if you're interested in those, definitely go and check them out. I'll try and link them in the show notes. But I think in that time, though, running was always something that seemed easy for me. And with sports, it was always like with soccer, you have, you know, skills, obviously, that you learn over time how to kick a ball and how to juggle a ball and run with the ball and whatnot. And I just remember going and trying to utilize my skills that I'd built over 10 years. And he and basically, I just kind of It was interesting because I would go to these tryouts at this new school that I was at. Again, this will all make sense if you go and listen to those episodes because I won't be going too much into depth in this episode. But I just, my skills weren't there because my body had changed and everything felt different and I just felt very discouraged from it. But running was always something that had always been incorporated into all of my sports growing up that I never... Hook on solely as a sport, and I still don't really consider it to be a sport to me. I still just consider it to be a passion of mine, and I just happen to love, you know, running and running in races now, and just having that sort of me thing outside of work and outside of my social and personal life. and. I just genuinely, that was the thing that I just kind of got into and running was just something that I could actually call my own and that no one could kind of judge me on and that I did on my own for quite a while just because I was so insecure about my body and the changes that had gone through during an eating disorder, but running just always remained as this constant for me that I could still just go and still release stress and feel those endorphins, but just in a new way. And it wasn't through sports, but it was through running. And I used to do trail running a lot during high school in some of the parks near my house. And I mean, fast forward to now, running still is something that I love and cherish very much. And obviously, it means a lot to me if I'm, you know, have signed up for these two marathons, which I'm very, very excited about. Side note, I've also never been to France. So IE, I've never been to Paris. And I've been to Cologne, Germany, but I've never been to Berlin. So I think that part of the excitement with this is that I'll get to go and see these places for the very first time. And I think that running is such a fun way to see a new city and And it's one of the ways that I genuinely have gotten to know the streets of London so well. And just whenever I'm somewhere new, I always go for a run because I like to use that to kind of get to know my area, get to know where I am. And it's just kind of a way that I can feel I've kind of built this confidence over time now, because I used to, as I said, be really insecure about this. And now it's something that I really carry with me in terms of feeling confidence around it, especially with a couple of marathons under my belt. But whenever I go out for a run, I just feel like I am secure. And I am, you know, just doing my thing. And that I'm proud of this thing. And I know that this all this all sounds very, very weird. And This has kind of been a big, massive tangent, but I guess when I'm thinking about the reason why I'm running with Alzheimer's Society is particularly for my grandpa and because he was such a runner too, and I think I've shared this in previous episodes, but he's done the New York Marathon, the Boston Marathon. He was also a very avid runner. And growing up, I always kind of like wanted to be like him and my dad, but I never could really take on running when I was younger and I just found it to be, really annoying. And I think sports just kind of was a better, I don't know, fit for me at the time, because I saw that with like a purpose of like, oh, well, you know, with soccer, I have to get the ball into the net. And with volleyball, I have to spike it over the net. And with running, I just didn't see the purpose at the time. So whenever my dad would try and take me out for a run, we would almost always end up turning around and going back because I would find something to complain about whether it was my shoe not fitting properly, or my clothes not feeling right. And it's just so weird to think about because now I feel like running gives me such a purpose. And I think I was really reflecting on that when I signed up for these marathons yesterday. And it was literally just yesterday, but it was such a high of feeling like, okay, I have purpose again. And I feel like I have goals. I feel like I am so excited. And I have these plans now that I can make and I can, you know, build my year out and build these goals and start planning towards both of these events and I think that that is sometimes just something that people find in, you know, whether it's biking, whether it's going to the gym, it's something that gives you purpose. And I think that it's really important to have that thing outside of work. I think that it's a bit toxic for someone to say that your work gives you purpose, which if you're in a job that like say you're self-employed and you do what you love every day, that is incredible. And I think that that is like my ultimate goal is to, you know, be in a job that I feel truly fulfilled in and that I feel like gives me purpose. But for the time being, marathons just seem to be my thing. And I'm just so excited because this is going to be such an incredible experience. And I've never done marathon training back to back, but I've also never done winter marathon training. So essentially, my marathon training series will kick off probably after this half marathon in mid-December, and I'm really excited, and I'm also kind of thinking about building out my own plan because I know with the Berlin Marathon, I will get a training plan since I'm running with a charity, but with Paris, I've actually just gone for a registration within itself. So I will probably also just put myself with the Alzheimer's Society group just because... it makes sense for me but I kind of want to have a go at building out my own marathon plan because at this point I've done a few and I love the way that a training plan like a running training plan gives me purpose as well because it really gives me structure and I've said many times on this podcast that I'm someone who really values structure and I bring that to my team at work I've brought that to both of my degrees and I just am someone who thrives off of that And I think I really want to look at 2022 as a way to sort of really implement structure, but build it myself because I always kind of look to rely on plans that I find on the internet or from my coaches. And I think it'd be really cool to kind of have a go at trying to build one myself and really building out my year purposefully and with intentions and just really thinking about what my goals are next year, not framing it and you know, focusing it on just these marathons, but just in general, turning 26 and, you know, making moves in life and growing up. And I think that there are so many things that I can kind of do when I'm, I tried to bullet journal at the beginning of 2021 and it just didn't work out. But I think that I'm really going into this next year and I have such a drive now from signing up for these marathons that I really want to go and like I want to buy that bullet journal and I want to build out my year and I want to just plan, plan, plan. But yeah, I guess this episode was just to kind of share, initially it was just to share on what marathons I've signed up for, but it has also just been, yeah, I, I guess my reflection of having done two marathons, now going for two more in one year, and, you know, the growth that I've felt over the past two years, which is so crazy to think that, you know, it's been almost two years since I first ran a marathon, No. I first ran a marathon in August of 2020, but it feels like a decade ago. It feels so long ago. And I am always someone who wants to try and promote the ability to run and encourage others around running because I think that running is something that people look at and think, you know, they get really scared with it. And I definitely used to as well. And I think that a lot of my wanting to, yeah, I guess – I just want to make I want to I want to be able to say and share ways that people can connect to my content and know that they can also do the things that I do because I think that there are so many people that look at, you know, the marathons that I run or the daily runs that I even go on, which plug, I post about my daily runs on both of my personal and podcast Instagrams, which will also be linked in the show notes, but you should go and check that out. But I think that there's definitely ways to incorporate running and I think that there's ways to slowly build that over time and build that endurance, that resilience and I think it's just really important to for people to know that like this isn't some like impossible thing but to actually say that like two years ago I thought that running a marathon one single marathon was impossible and it was like on my bucket list of things I wanted to like accomplish in my lifetime is to just accomplish one marathon and you know here I am going to sign up for my third and fourth marathon and i I just want to make sure that I guess I want to make this episode to let people know that don't don't dream too small and don't think that don't belittle yourself and don't shrink yourself down just because you think that you're not capable of something. I think You really do, we really do stand in the way of ourselves and we really do block ourselves from a lot of opportunities that are actually standing right in front of us, but that we're too scared to go for because we don't, we lack the confidence and we lack the ability to push ourselves and feel confident enough to go for that role, to go for that race and just to give it a go. And I think at the end of the day, it's just really important to remember that you know, you get this one life and you get to make it, make it your own and do as you want with it. And I think it's just important to remember to really make sure that you live it to its fullest because I think that my grandpa Jack definitely did. And he is someone that I think about quite often and that I am really excited to be running in honor of in the next year. And so if you would like to check out that link, I will have it in the show notes. And it kind of highlights a bit more about my grandpa and me and why I'm running for him. But I will leave that in the show notes. And yeah, check it out if you are interested. All right, everyone, that's going to wrap up another episode of the Resiliency and Running podcast. I really do hope that you enjoyed it. Please do check out some of those links in the show notes that I mentioned in the episode and make sure to give us a rating if you are on Apple Podcasts and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.